three, two, one. Narc. Sink. Narc is just as valid. I accept this. Narc is like an okay video game. Oh, that was a game, wasn't it? I don't actually know if it's okay or not. I've never played it, but I know it is a video game. I recall reading on like a, a review of it, maybe in Game Informer or something, that you play as police officers who can literally use the drugs that you, you take to from like, I don't know, just people on the street to get buffs or something, and it's so silly. <laughs> a nar- like, nowadays, a narc is like anybody who tells on the authorities, right? But apparently, it my, my brain didn't realize this until now, but it's a derivative of narcotics, as in the narcotics squad and police state. Yeah, narcotics officers. So, yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Comrade AA, the podcast where we are not narcs. You can tell us about all your drug-related crimes. Common Rider AA Special Victims Unit. <laughs> or maybe SIU if we're in Japan. Special Investigation Unit. Not that it's very different. Well, the attempted assassination of... Fuck, I forgot his name. Shinya Owada. Shinya Owada Organ- Association. Or whatever the fuck it said on the thing. The, the, or the headquarters for the investigation team. I, mean, I think it was just an office in the police building. It's like, yep, this is our center. Uh, sir, this is where we take lunch. It's our center. Also, uh, Adam, when you said SIU, I thought you were talking about the uh, mon- the Korean manhwa ar- artist SIU, which stands for Slave in Utero, which is the wildest name for a art for a comic creator. Yeah, I don't get it, but okay. It it sounds edgy and neat, so I'll accept it. It's because we're never free from the wombs of our parents. God knows I'm not. I still haven't moved out of my parents' house. I wish I hadn't moved out of my parents' house. We have watched and are recapping episode 12 of Common Rider Zero One, The Great Detective. I'm lonely. I just wish I had somebody to hold me, you know? Sometimes you just need physical human contact, but I'm in this city where I barely know anybody, and I don't know, it's just hard sometimes, you know? So they've started the investigation into the attempted murder of the famous actor Owada. And, like, nobody taught me how to live alone. Like, I know the basics from, like, doing research, but no one explained how I'm supposed to, like, do my taxes or how to shop for uh, groceries. Like, I think it's interesting that they say it's the attempted assassination of Awada and not the actual. So we have confirmation that he didn't die. Yeah. And later on, assassin claims that he's mastered assassination. But dude, you didn't even kill the man. I mean, at the end of last episode, they said that he was in critical condition, but would make a full recovery. You know what? I I bet his agency is just covering it up. I bet he's actually dead. Great Detective has arrived is episode 12, aired November 24th, 2019, directed by Takayuki Shibasaki, uh, who, we, who we might remember from the Passionate Manga Path and I Want to Hear Your Voice. And the writer is Riku Sanjo, a new writer who was the head writer for Kamen Rider Double and Kamen Rider Drive, the two detective-based stories, which is why he's uh, writing uh, this arc. Okay, yeah, it the detective stuff seemed rushed, but it it held up, I think. It made internal logical sense. 
Uh, he was also uh, he's also the main writer of the uh, Futo PI uh, manga and the uh, supervisor for the anime adaptation. Yeah. So, you know, got a big shot over here. So to take it from the top, the episode starts with Ames and what I assume is the Japanese Special Investigation Unit discussing their joint investigation into Hidden Intelligence. Yua and Fua are there, and Yua brings up that the investigation missed something. The hidden lab next to Arto's office. So the reason she brings it up is that they're like, uh, they, they're saying that there aren't any human gears that match the description of uh, Assassin Chan. Yeah, there's no manufacturing record of a human gear that looks like that. Uh, then Yua brings up well, you missed something. There's his secret lab in his office, and he was a narc. He was a fucking narc. Arto catches wind of that the Popo are coming for him, and he laments the situation. Izu informs him that the fabricator in the lab has received instructions from Zaya and is currently building a new progress key, and that the police coming in would not really be conducive to the key's completion. I like that this progress key is taking much longer to build because presumably it's much more complicated and therefore, you know, takes more time to properly get everything. Izu offers the solution of finding the assassin Humagir, seizing the Dodo extinction key and offering that as evidence to the police. But in order to do that, they need to have the new key. <laughs> Just then, Fukuzoe comes in and with two police officers, one is a very old man. The fuzz demand that Arto open up the lab, and they produce a search warrant. Arto tries awkwardly deflecting them, but then a new challenger approaches. I, I, I love Arto just saying, sorry, now's not a good time to a pair of police officers with a warrant. And like for a second, they look at each other like, is he allowed to do that? And then they realize, no, he's not allowed to do that. And it nearly worked, too. An older model Humagir, with headphones instead of the ear fins, dressed as a stereotypical detective, enters Arto's office and introduces himself as Waz, not to be confused with Gio Waz, Nazutoku. Nasutoko offers to help solve the mystery, solving the attempt on Shinya Owada's life. So, uh, Waz is portrayed by Koji Sujimoto, uh, whose other role is a uh, random, random researcher in Comrade Gaim, Duke Gaiden. He gives a charming performance, I think. I, I like it. And also, you know, his name is Wa- Was, and Izu and Is is Is. God, I... I'm trying to get I'm trying to get into the habit of calling her is because, you know, that's how it's spelled and would be pronounced with an English accent or. Yeah, I feel like we've made a hard turnaround since like the early. I feel like in an early episode, we were like, oh, we're going to call her Izu because that's like a name that we've heard in a show before. But now we're like the other way around. I don't know. I really I'm pretty attached to Izu. It's it just feels more like a name as was mentioned way back. Uh, for, for me, it's because it's like meant to literally be is and was like, I don't know. I'm sure my opinion will change a dozen times before the series is out. I I am. I'm leaning towards is again. Uh, also, the uh, det- the detectives know about uh, was and uh, 
He uh, apparently he is a famous detective who like has worked with the police before. After the OP, we go to MJ.net's hideout where Hirobi has restrained and deactivated the Dodo Magia uh, by removing his accompanying extinction key. Jen seems against this because he's all about making friends. But the Dodo speaks up and says that Hirobi is actually afraid of him. I miss cute assassin, but assassin who has now finished singularity and is like, oh... I like being feared is awesome. This little assassin is basically Anakin Skywalker at the end of episode three. Kind of, yeah. They are afraid of my power. I like episode three. I like the prequel trilogy. I like it. No, this is from a place of I like those films. There are only two pieces of Star Wars media that I just don't like and there's a Rise of Skywalker and Book of Boba Fett. Everything else I think is okay. Or if not, just outright good. Uh, what's his name? Tamura Morrison, the actor? So like, yeah, Tamura Morrison, he wasn't in two episodes of his six-episode show. He made, he made a non-speaking cameo in his own show. The Dodo Magia then turns back into Assassin and what is probably the first instant, instance of a Magia ter- assuming their Humagear form again. Assassin tells Hirobi and Jin that he has learned all that he can, and he is now leaving the nest. So cool. He breaks free of his restraints, takes back the dodo key, and transforms into an even further evolved Magia form. Uh, Not only that, he turns uh, two uh, Trilobite Magia into Dodo Magia, into the first form Dodo Magia. Oh, yeah, I guess they did get transformed. I just thought they were um, brainwashed. I didn't realize they'd actually transformed. Like, a Dodo, the Dodo Magia is, like, already tougher than the usual, like, Magia. Like, not enough to, like, beat a common Rider, but enough to be a threat. Three times more powerful than a standard Magia. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that he can now turn any Trilobite into that is terrifying. Hirobi and Jin assume their rider forms and they all begin fighting. Back in Aruto's office, the police and Fukuzoe are giving exposition about Nazotoku being a famed detective and a personal favorite of Koronosuke's. Okay, um, so they're, they don't, they're not exactly the original Dodo Magia. However, like they look a little bit different, but they are called Dodo Magia Chicks. And I think that's just cute. They also apparently have uh, Little Assassin's uh, learning capabilities. Can I get Little Assassin merch? Is there Little Assassin merch out there? Yeah, I want to represent my boy. I know I can get the Dodo Magia key. Anyway, Aruto gets a text from Nazutoku instructing him to answer his phone as though he were talking to a client. Because human gears don't actually need to talk with their voices. They can call people without speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty versatile. So he picks up his phone, and the voice on the other end is Nazutoku, who says that he is transmitting directly into Aruto's phone and into Izu's mind. Nazutoku offers to make a diversion for Aruto to get away from the police. Izu advises against trusting an unknown quantity such as Nazutoku, but Aruto accepts this. Aruto claims that he forgot the lab password since it was one of his many punchlines. One of his many brilliant jokes. 
I mean, they're all they're all brilliant. So how can you tell which one is the joke that you use to unlock it? I mean, like I I I don't know if I brought this up before, but like even his signature catchphrase is a pun. I did not know that. Please explain. This is a work of art. Oh, it's a work of art. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> you just noticed. I didn't know that before. I don't know if it's intentional. But I wrote it down after, like in the middle of the last episode, being like, "Wait a minute!" It's at least how they localized it, but it's at least potentially a pun. It's a pun when translated. Anyway, Arto henshins into zero one, and GTFOs from his office as the police give chase. Izu confronts Nazutoku, but he says that they should wait for Arto to get back. I-, I love Waz. He's he's just he's just happy to be there. Zero One gets to a rooftop when a bullet flies past him. Vulcan shows up and tells him that it was dumb to flee police questioning. Vulcan asks if Arto was lying about the Holt trusting in Humagir's thing, which Arto denies, and says that he's trusting a Humagir even now. I, I like this. I, I like uh, that even if uh, Fuwa doesn't agree, he's like, hey, you're supposed to be the person to trust them. Why aren't you like putting your faith in the human gears. Zero One goes into freezing bear form and he immobilizes Vulcan and escapes. Uh, I'm going to pass the ball to Cassidy for this next one if she wants it, for this next scene. Uh, Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's Fukuzoe looking at Aruto's YouTube page. Yes. And he's talking about like, oh, why are there so many jokes here and why are none of them good? Which is a lie. All of his jokes are great. Number one Aruto fan over here. So uh, his Fuka's always lack. He's like, all right, well, you're the vice president. You gotta, you gotta take a, take a stab at it. And so Fukuzoe walks up to the computer to insert his funny joke password. Uh, and instead of coming up with a funny joke, he just says Aruto's catchphrase, and it, uh, it does not work. It was worth a shot. Yeah, I mean, it is theoretically a funny joke, maybe. That's how you know it's Aruto. Fukuzoe just kind of smiles as he gives the catchphrase as though he was kind of enjoying himself and it's very cute. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he does do like the whole pose and everything. He gets into it. Anyway, in the lab where Nasutoku and Izu are waiting, Aruto comes in through a secret elevator. Nasutoku explains that he was created by Koronosuke to, be, to investigate a conspiracy to, that was meant to take over the Humagear network. A conspiracy that we know to be Metsubogenrai.net. Do you think that he worked alongside Aruto's dad? Like, we could theoretically get a prequel of, uh, of, uh, of uh, Mr. Hiden and uh, Waz, like, teaming up to investigate stuff? I mean, theoretically, they could have worked together because, you know, they were both, like, specifically designed by Grandpa Hedon, I believe. So it's it's not out of the question. But also, uh, M- Mr. Hedon. God, what's his name? What's Arto's dad's name? I I forgot myself. Arto, dad, Google, foo. That's, nope, not Naruto's dad. I will never forget me not. Soreo Hedon. Like, Soreo was, like, using his common Rider thing to, like, investigate the uh, Trilobite Magia that were popping up before the satellite launch. 
So wouldn't be insane to think that he came across Waz during that. Oh, Aruto's dad and Waz are like the, the prequel to Aruto and Ease. Yeah, and they also kiss. You know what? Sure. I don't necessarily think that Aruto and Ease should kiss, but you know what? More power to them. No, I'm the leader of this podcast. We are officially an Aruto slash Ease podcast. Woman, you do the least amount of work. Yeah, that's why I'm the leader. Have you not seen the president? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Nazutoku explains that design-wise, he is a, the prototype to Izu, who he calls his little sister. Which is, and Izu is just not on board for this, and it's kind of funny. I mean, she freezes up for a second. Like, normally she does things instantaneously. It took her like 10 seconds for her to calculate what exactly was happening. He off, and Nazutoku offers to help clear Aruto's name and to resume his investigation. Aruto accepts the offer while commenting that Nazutoku reminds him of his own father. On Nazutoku's suggestion, Aruto draws the attention of the police and aims by hopping around to zero one. This is to buy time for the new progress key to be finished. Zero one gets intercepted by Valkyrie. He immediately figures out that it was Yua who informed the plotters about Hiden's lab. He asks if he, this is how Zaya does business, and Valkyrie hesitates long enough to let Zero One escape. Yeah, so like when when he is confronted by uh, Fua, they actually have to like do a little fight about it. Yua just sort of sits there and is like, "Yeah, I I probably messed up, but I'm not gonna say anything. I might be a baddie." Also, thank God she was in uh, Rushing Cheetah. If she was in Lightning Hornet, Aruto would have been screwed, because that has po- three times the power of a regular common Rider. And it can fly. And it can fly. Also, I'm going back to the shipping. I can't believe you're an Ease Aruto shipper, not a Fu Aruto shipper. I used to be split between Fuwa and Aruto and Ease and Aruto. But later in the show, we come across a character that I shipped so much with Fuwa, I can't ship him with anyone else in my brain. Fuwa has two hands. Yeah, one to one to hold the hand of his partner, the other to shoot human gears. Fair enough. I can't argue with that. <laughs> he needs one hand free to fight against the human gear. So, meanwhile, Hirobi and Jin are fighting the primary dodo magia, and in- you say fighting, I say they're getting beat up. I love how powerful little assassin is, because it's legit terrifying. Like, he has a freaking skull for a face in his final form. Yeah, final dodo is very good. It's pretty intimidating. Hirobi or Ark or whatever probably, like, developed some uh, next-gen, like, some next-gen learning software. Because, like, Hirobi's been around for a while, and he's, he's strong, but he's not Dodo Magia strong right now. I can't believe Little Assassin's running off of Doll E Mini. <laughs> Podcast is done. We can go. Okay, but actually, uh, for real though, when he first transformed into Final Dodo, I did sort of pop off. I I had dragged Charlie into a call to take watch me take notes because he had just woken up from a nap. Um, and the moment it happened, I just popped off i was like oh it's different again look at it 
I thought it was going to look more like a rider suit, but it, it is it is skull face. I mean, he's a it's like a different form of evolution, like Aruto and the other riders are evolving by modifying their rider suit. Uh, little assassin is a magia, so he's reaching the pinnacle of what a magia can do. I just feel like that you should be like crabs, and that everything should convergent evolution into a common rider. If you become power powerful enough, you start to look like a common rider. So Jin and Hirobi end up beating off the dodo chicks. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> God damn it! I didn't even realize that I was saying that. <laughs> Eat off those chicks. Get that tea. Oh. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Happy Yay. Pride Month, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't want to. I don't want to do. That's how you know it's double A. Because <laughs> oh god, I can't. Nothing can. Oh, god, I feel like a failure because if Adam can do that accidentally, what can I do on purpose? <laughs> oh, oh god, I have to. I have to continue the recap. Uh. All right, so they were beating off the chick Dodomagia. Jen and Hirobi finished them. <laughs> I think it was them that finished. I think it was the Magia that finished. <laughs> so you know it. Main... Double A. <laughs> Straight up, I'm not. I'm, okay. I'm not doing double A this week because I can't. Okay, so. Anyway, the primary dodo leaves, and Jen is just kind of bummed out that his buddy betrayed them. He needs a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Zero One receives a call from Izu telling him that Nazutoku has been useless so far. We get a little montage of Izu and Nazutoku just having a good time about town. Well, one of them's having a good time. Waz is having a great time. Izu is wishing she wasn't as close to singularity as she was. Zero One asks Izu to trust the detective for a little while longer. And Izu agrees, saying that she'll stick with it for a couple more hours. Yeah, it's not like the fate of the company hangs in the balance. It's not like they're actively performing illegal acts the longer they don't allow the uh, police access to their secret lab. They're outside like an abandoned building and was then points out to is that someone was following them the whole time. And hey, it's Fua. Precisely. Fua reveals himself and tells them that since Aruto mentioned that he's trusting a Himagir, Aruto would sooner or later meet up with Izu and Nazutaku. Uh, Fua also gets in on the, the that's how you know it's double A jokes with uh, they kept calling Waz the great detective. I think they might have meant the great defective. Hey. Uh, I, I, I like how uh, Fua just kind of saddles up to ease, ease and they, they're just talking like relatively normally. I, I like that. Oh, and also uh, they both wonder, is it possible that Waz has already uh, completed Singularity? They do that. They do, in fact, discuss that later. 
But Nazutoku slash Waz, I, I just prefer his surname because I want to avoid confusion with Waz from Gio. Waz? 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 Nazutoku reveals who the culprits are. A trio of Hubigir traffickers. You're skipping over the part where he opens his mouth and a cop siren comes out. <laughs> yes, that is very important, yes. But he reveals that there are a trio of Humagear traffickers who had previously modified and sold a quintet of Humagear folk dancers. And also Fua stopping the van that they are driving away in by henching and punching the front of it immediately. You, you skipped the two best parts of this scene. Yeah. I told you there would be holes in this one. Please fill them. All right, we'll get Shia LaBeouf to get right on that. Okay. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess we're st- I guess we're sticking with the dirty jokes. I was making a Poles joke, the great novel and movie that had a sequel that nobody talks about, but it was pretty good. I didn't know there was a sequel. Yeah, oh. so uh, X-Ray and... Uh, I can't remember what X-Ray's fat friend is called. Like, they're... Uh, they're out of uh, they're out of you know kid prison juvie, and now they're back at home, and X Ray starts turning into uh, not turning into he starts helping take care of a little girl with a speech impediment, and then ends up kind of dating a pop star, and also there's uh, inherent racism in the police force, and also his uh, big fat friend is still digging holes because it's all he knows. Oh, that's kind of tragic. The The pop star dating's kind of weird, and I can accept the institutionalized racism and him sort of mentoring a little girl, but his friend's just still digging holes. Ooh, that, that's pretty sad. Yeah, like, he, he, they don't know how to fill their time now that they don't have to dig holes all day. So he just gets a shovel and starts digging holes in, like, the backyard of X-Ray, or the yard of X-Ray's house. Anyway, uh, we get a pretty cool effect of Fuwa henching into Vulcan and just punching the front of the van that the traffickers are trying to get away in, and it's it's surprisingly believable. You can see the dent and everything. And two of those uh, traffickers ended up with broken necks, and Fuwa was arrested for police brutality, but then got off with uh, two months paid leave. I was about to make accusations of that being a fantasy, but... Nah, it came back to reality. So, the traffickers had previously modified and sold a quintet of Himagir folk dancers. They, they had, like, a, a cheesy group name. Uh, I can't recall it, but it ended with a Z. Uh, Matsurita Z. Yes, thank you. Zed for our Canadian listeners. Or our Power Ranger listeners. So... This quintet of Humagears was sold and modified. To, they were all given the same face, which is why we have the same actor portraying the assassin Humagears. They were given to MJ.net, which explains why there were always backups. Well, four of them were given to MJ.net. Yes. Or stolen by them? Something like that. MJ.net has them. Yeah, I think MJ.net stole them because I don't think MJ.net would... A, have money, or B, use it to buy things from humans. Yeah. Honestly, I'm more surprised that the uh, traffickers are alive after that. Anyway, Nazutoku, Izu, and Fuwa then go to a shrine where one of the assassins is sneaking around. Nazutaku approaches the assassin with the intention to ask some questions as Fuwa notes that Nazutaku 
has displayed a level of creative thinking and deductive prowess that makes him a little too human to be a pre-singularity human gear. Uh, look, it's 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 not an assassin. Like it's on it only because it, they only became assassins after Mitsubojinrai.net got to them. This guy's still Matsurita Zed. I he's dressed the same way as his contemporaries, though. Yeah, because he had his face changed. That's why he's wearing the mask. He doesn't want to fight. He wants to dance. I want to. I want to sing. Nope, nope, no singing. No singing here. Uh, apparently, he's been around here a few times because the reason they knew to check here is because there have been rumors of a human gear wearing a mask showing up. So. Unit 5, as I guess I'll call him, runs from Nazitoku, Nazitaku, and straight into the Dodo Machia, who, after recognizing his brother, I suppose, proceeds to attack him just because he's evil now or something. He, like, offers to convert him or whatever. I think he just wants, like, another platform with the same specs. I guess because, like, that's easier to get the full Dodo Machia custom onto that. Yeah, imagine, what if there were two final dodos? I think that would be the end of the world. That'd be the strength of at least three Magia each. I, I, bet, I bet they could fight somebody with the strength of three common Riders. Yeah, no problem. Easy. In fact, I think they might have the strength of four Magia. That's apocalyptic. So... Fua henshins into Punching Kong form, and he gets back up in the form of Zero One in Flaming Tiger form. I, I love when Aruto, like, shows up. He, uh, like, you don't even realize he's coming until he just comes in with a flaming sword strike. It's, the choreography was on point this episode, I think. Like, they're, they're gearing up for a really good fight next episode. Vulcan and Flaming Tiger Zero One end up combining their projectile shots to try to take down the Dodo Magia. I think it's and less he, combining projectile shots and more that Aruto does a big fire slash and then Punching Kong punches it to add speed. Yeah, well, well he also adds his uh, Punching Kong fist. Okay, I didn't know that the fist came off during it. I thought he just punched it to make it go faster, and that's why it had the blue sparks. Nah, I'm pretty sure he added in the uh, Punching Kong fist. Anyway, they... The dodo tanks that hit completely, and it predicts their movement their movements with ease as they try fighting it. He's so cool. I love Assassin Chen. Like once again, I miss his uh, cutesy personality, but I also love him just being like, "Nah, I'm better than all of you. I'm the coolest. I'm the fourth unit, and she, the word for death." is also the word for four in Japanese. You're the faker here. You're comparing yourself to me. Ha. Chaos control. Chaos spear. Okay, yeah. Uh, I have nostalgia for Sonic Adventure 2. Yes, I'm... Izu receives a notification that the new progress key has been finished, and she walks over to heat it. She wave dashes over. <laughs> yeah, that's a better description. She wave dashes over to HIHQ with such speed that she's there and back in a matter of seconds to give Zero One the Shining Hopper key. By sliding across the ground like she's playing Fortnite. She moves uh, so fast that her legs become infinity symbols. 
Yeah. You're too slow. She gives Zero One the key, and Zero One uses it to assume Shining Hopper form. And despite it was saying, hey, you should use Mammoth instead. I don't. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, uh, which oh, I'm not sure why. He... We'll find out next episode, probably. Yeah, his detective's intuition's probably right, but we'll see. There's two grasshoppers. And it's a cool henching sequence, too. He, zero One, uh, like a holographic halo kind of descends on Zero One, and he, he puts up the progress key and, like, literally uses it as a key. He gets some fake abs. We get a the hard light or cybernetic grasshopper come down with a little or grasshopper riding on top it's of it. It's got a baby. Yeah. And then he get assumed shining hopper form and the Cassidy, do you want to give us the catchphrase for it? Progrise. The rider kick increases the power by adding to brightness. Shining hopper. When I shine, darkness fades. Oh, it gave me chills. Shining hopper might be my favorite zero one form. I still like a base zero one a little bit more and like proto one a lot. We'll, we'll get to it next episode, but the powers of uh, Shining Hopper are what really get me. Like, I, I think they do some of their best choreography with Shining Hopper. But yeah, he assumes Shining Hopper form, and that's the episode. Uh, would you like to know uh, Shining Hopper's ability parameters? Please. Punching power, 18.3 tons. Kicking power, 58.9 tons. Maximum jump height, 70 meters. Maximum running speed, 100 meters per 2.3 seconds. So, that moves us on to ratings. Starting with Rider of the Week, this is our favorite or character or aspect of the production for this episode. And I'm going to give it to Izu, I think. I, I kind of liked her standoffish attitude toward, toward her brother. She has a lot of personality in this one. Yeah. And I very much enjoyed how she wave dashed to and from Hidden and Intelligence HQ. That was very funny. I, I like to imagine it took a long while. So it was like a Broly beating up on Frieza while for like three hours. Anna, who's your writer of the week? Uh, Easy was great. I'm going to give it to Waz. I, I like him a lot. Like, I think he just came in swinging and, you know, hit a home run. Sports. I'm surprised you stuck with the same sport. I thought you were going to fumble and say two different sports. I know a surprising amount of sports. I played most of them. Same. But it doesn't mean you weren't going to say came in swinging and got a touchdown. Anyways, uh, I think Waz and Ease both deserve it, but actually I'm going to give it to Fua instead. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... He made a funny joke. Arzo didn't get to make a funny joke this episode. Um, also, like, you know, he didn't stop the was and ease from like doing their detective stuff. He was just like, all right, Arzo says he's putting some trust in them, so I'll follow them. And if Arto shows up, I'll give him a hard time. But until then, let's see what they can get done. That's a pretty good choice. I respect it. I actually don't want to do that's how you know it's double A because I can't think of anything other than Harobi and Jin beating off the Dodo Magia chicks. 
Um, I have a question. Is is Waz in the next episode? Because otherwise, I have this joke that I need to do because Waz is in this episode. Uh, Waz is in the next episode. He doesn't vanish. He doesn't vanish between episodes. Yeah, but I do, like just because he's in the next episode doesn't mean that he plays a part in the next episode. You know, he'll play a part. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Good. Because I have this joke here that requires Waz to be relevant. I mean, do you want to say it now so you don't forget it? No, I have it written down in my notes. Okay. Next to another joke that I have for when I don't have a relevant joke. Clever girl. By which I mean it's just a punchline and I'll have to formulate the joke for the punchline on the fly. Adam, would you like to present the tarot corner? Uh, what little I I did this week? Absolutely. So, since I had to rush this week's notes, I have created... The Detective Arcana. This is Arcana number, I don't know, we'll say 37. He cre- he went to uh, Dali and created the Detective Arcana, and some of them don't look horrifying. This card represents a pursuit of truth, a intuition, uh, and persistence. Sure, let- let's go with that. If there's something I know about the Arcana is that it's ever-changing and constantly adds things to it. This brings us to episode ratings. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Nazutaku was an interesting character, and I, I look forward to seeing more of him and more of Izu being assumed to him. I'm also going to give it a 9. I like that they're continuing on after what happened last week, and that they're not sweeping over the attempted murder of uh, famed television actor Shinya Wada star of such uh, great films such as uh, and assassin and uh, I don't know I just I thought it was a pretty good one very solid and it leads into next episode which has some one of my like top 10 fights in uh, Common Rider 01 I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten because I felt like I like all of the stuff that's in it but something about like the way the scenes tran maybe not necessarily the transition between the scenes but like the individual scenes themselves felt like they were very, like, rushed. I don't know. There wasn't, like, a good flow in between scenes. I think I agree. There's... And actually, I think I'm going to dock at one point for my score. Because I, I agree. The the mystery didn't really have time to be... Uh, to percolate. It, it, it just had to get through so we could get to... We could explain why there were multiple assassins. And it's... A, it's a good explanation. It just didn't really have time to marinate, I suppose. I would put Yua into the confrontation between Fua and Aruto at the beginning. So that way you don't have to have a standalone scene just for her. Um, and then I would use that time to show more of Waz and Izu going around places. That way you can see more actual detectiving happening. And that would maybe help a bit. Anyway, that brings us to the end of the episode, everyone. Uh, Anna, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I, not necessarily something you do on the internet, but maybe something you enjoy that thinks that you think might need more attention. Uh, watch Demon Slayer. I mean, doesn't need more attention, but it's good. It's a good anime. I like it. Season three is coming out like what, like a year? I don't know. Uh, something like that. Uh, if we're talking about anime, we like. I also want to say Spy X Family is good. It is very good. I I have uh, album art that I've made. I will not. I don't think I'll ever be doing a Spy X Family podcast. But if I do, I have the art for it already. 
Well, if you do, I I am at your disposal. You can find this podcast on Twitter at double underscore common. You can also find me, Adam, at Pokemon Primeval. It's an actual play Pokemon-themed tabletop RPG podcast where we use different TTRPG systems to basically explore what the world of Pokemon would be like or may be like or has been like across different eras. We are in our second season, Apocalypse Now, in which the world of Pokemon somehow burned down in a nuclear fire or something, and we're trying to make things a little better in whatever way we can. Cassie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. You can find all the podcasts that I do and that I've guessed it on on my website, which is at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Um, I guess I'll plug uh, Precure Podcast Engage, because it's a podcast I'm going to be recording here in a little bit. Uh, I have to go take more notes so I can record an episode. Uh, we're almost done. Actually, by the time this episode's out, we might already be done with our second season, which is for... Futariwa, Pretty Cure, Max Heart. Um, it's it's good. I do that with my fiance Charlie, who I mentioned on the show earlier, which is why I'm plugging it extra here. You can find that on Twitter at Prepod Engage. Charlie is the uh, handsome lad that Cassidy woke up from a nap to rant about or to listen to her take notes about Skeleton Man, Dodo Magia. Yeah, I mean, she got to watch the episode too. That's what having an SO is all about. A superior officer? No, significant other. Superior other. Wait, no, that's bad. <laughs> significant officer. Significant officer. <laughs> that one's better. <laughs> no, I like superior officer. It speaks to something about myself. Anyway, we're ready to get out of here. If we Time to show Henshin into the abyss. Yep. Uh... Ciao. <laughs> Shoot.